Building Faith podcast from Chris Reese Ministries is a podcast to bring biblically-based messages and in-depth conversations to help you live your faith every day. For more tools, tips, and teachings, check out our Life Church community by going to lifechurch.com, L-Y-F-E hyphen church.com. Well, hey, my friend, welcome back to another edition of the Building Faith Podcast. I am so thrilled to be here with you today. I am your host, Chris Reese, and it is my heart to help you live your faith every day. Today, we are in episode 133, and we're talking about why my prayers aren't getting answered. Have you ever felt like your prayers were just bouncing off the sky? Well, prayer is a vital discipline in the believer's life, and whether provision is lacking or miracles are needed, prayer is our ticket into God's plan for our lives. But what happens when it feels like your prayers just aren't being answered? And I want to share with you about a mighty man of God. His name is Elijah. And Elijah was a prophet who was keenly aware of the spirit realm. And in 2 Kings 6, we read a story of the servant of Elijah who went out one morning and was surprised to see an army of chariots and horses. And he knew that this was the end of the line for them. And as you can imagine, he was terrified. So join with me in 2 Kings 6.15. And it reads, when the servant of the man of God got up early the next morning and went outside, there were troops, horses, and chariots everywhere. Oh, sir, what will we do now? The young man cried to Elijah. Don't be afraid, Elijah told him, for there are more on our side than on theirs. Then Elijah prayed, Oh, Lord, open his eyes and let him see. The Lord opened the young man's eyes, and when he looked up, he saw the hillside around Elijah was filled with horses and chariots of fire. As the Aramean army advanced towards him, Elijah prayed, O Lord, please make them blind. So the Lord struck them with blindness as Elijah had asked. When we refer to 2 Kings 6.15, it's often used to encourage us in the faith. It's often used to talk about how much greater our God than those who are against us. And while all that is true today, I want to talk to you about Elijah's answered prayer. In Acts 10.34, Peter reminds us that God is no respecter of persons. So he didn't love and respect Elijah more than he does you and me. He desires to answer our prayers. And Philippians 4.6 reminds us to bring everything to God in prayer. Everything. And this was eye-opening for me as a baby Christian. Everything means everything. And I'm still amazed at the number of Christians that don't want to quote-unquote, bother God with their small prayer requests, while others believe that their problem is far too big for God. But God means what he says, and he says what he means. Bring everything to me in prayer. So why is it that some prayers are answered and others aren't? Why is it that some people are answered and others aren't? So today I want to dive into four reasons why your prayers aren't being answered and get you back on track to hearing that beautiful voice of God. Number one, you have an enemy. In some cases, two, Satan and you. Elijah prayed for his servant's eyes to be open. Yes, your enemy, the devil, 
hates you. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for opportunities to take you down. He doesn't play fair and he doesn't care how you feel. He doesn't care what the word of God says. His master technique is deception. But here's the good news. James 4, 7 says that if you submit to God, resist the devil, he will flee from you. So this leads me to your next enemy, and that's you. Yes, sometimes we can actually get in the way of our prayers being answered, our doubt, our lack of faith, our expectations. They can all blind our spiritual eyes from seeing what God is doing in his spirit realm. And as a result, it would seem as though our prayers are not being answered. Notice I said, seem. The servant of Elijah was blinded with fear and couldn't see that there was already an army of the Lord prepared in their defense. Now, what this servant couldn't see, what was already being done in the spirit world. And we may scoff at him and think that we'd be a much better Christian so as not to fear, but is that true? Because we too allow our circumstances to determine our faith, and certainly in smaller and much less significant ways than his servant did. And this leads me to the next reason why our prayers don't get answered. Number two, you're in the natural. You see, in the natural, we tend to rely on our senses, our sense of taste, touch, sight, and the like. But the spirit realm is not the natural realm. In the natural, we see, feel, taste, sense things, some of us more than others. If we kick someone, we can see that we hurt them. If we say something hurtful, we can sense that they're upset. But in the spirit realm, everything is going on behind the scenes, so to speak. And there are two things that you must do to enjoy the spirit realm. Number one, ask God to give you spiritual eyes to see. But number two, we have to stop relying on our natural senses. Now, I didn't say stop using them. I said stop relying on them. The servant of Elijah was terrified by what he saw. But Elijah saw the same thing and God. He saw that he had a choice as to which one he was going to focus on. And he chose to focus on God. God is acting on your behalf for that very thing that you have been praying for. But your enemy, the devil, and your own mind will tempt you to look at the problem. And you can't see into the spirit realm when you're focused on the natural. And number three, you're not specific. I remember when I first met my stepdaughter and her father and I were teaching her how to pray and her prayers would go something like this. Oh, dear Lord, make it a good day. That's it. (laughs) So we would challenge her. What does that actually mean? How do you know when God answers your prayer? What does a good day look like? And If a good day is only when everything is going your way and you have no trouble, is that what a good day looks like? So needless to say, this was challenging for her teenage mind, but the same is true for us. And many of us barely squeak out a, make it a good day, God, and we wonder why we feel our prayers aren't being answered. You see, Elijah was very specific in his prayers. O Lord, open the eyes of my servant and blind the eyes of my enemies. 
He didn't just say, oh, God, help me. He didn't just say, God, do something. Now, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with God asking for God's help and our desperate prayers of, oh, God, help me. But we would do well to be much more specific. And God deserves to be glorified. How do we know if he specifically answered our prayer if we didn't pray a specific prayer? And number four, it's not his will. In this short passage, Elijah prayed twice, each time specific prayers that he believed were in the will of God, and God granted his request because it was. If it wasn't, he likely wouldn't have. He wouldn't have given Elijah what he was asking for, and he wouldn't have owed him an explanation. May I be honest? I see many Christians today as little more than immature bratty children who just want what they want and want it now. And when they don't get it, they will only consider being appeased by a justifiable explanation that they are comfortable with. And if they don't get that, it's just unacceptable. Since when did we become so entitled that God owes us anything, much less an explanation? Look, there's nothing wrong with trying to understand. Proverbs 4, 5 encourages us to gain understanding. But this does not mean that God is obligated to tell you what is going to satisfy it. And that's not faith. Let's just face it. That's being a spoiled brat. And I've had to call myself out on many occasions. I was a brat. If God didn't answer my prayer in the way I hoped, then a justifiable explanation was the only thing that would make me feel better. But here's what happens. When you get this explanation, now you exalt yourself into a superior position, maybe one of a martyr. Okay, God, I understand. You needed to do this to me so that we could help someone else. Okay, I get it. I'd be willing to sacrifice for that. That's not faith. That's spiritual snobbery. My friend, if it's not his perfect will, we shouldn't want it. No questions asked, no explanations needed. And there are so many things that when I look back on where I felt God was ignoring me, now I sing shouts of thanks that he didn't answer my prayers. And one last thing I'll challenge is that your prayers truly are likely being answered, just maybe not in the way you hoped or expected. And don't let this rattle your faith. God knows what he's doing. He's not ignoring you. If your 10-year-old asked you for keys to your car, your most loving answer is likely going to be no. Even if he begs and pleads and fasts and behaves himself and still asks continually and does a whole bunch of good deeds for others, the answer is still no. Because what would happen if we gave in? You see, my friend, God is sovereign. He knows what's best for you. That person in your life that you think you lost, it wasn't a rejection. It was God's protection. That job that you loved and lost, it wasn't a closed door. This is an open heaven. Sometimes, my friend, no is the best answer to prayer. Also, sometimes no isn't no. It's just not now. You see, God chose to answer Elijah's specific prayer, but he didn't have to. And here's where we would do well to be like Elijah. Because to Elijah, it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have mattered if God answered his prayer or not. Elijah still would have stood in faith. Elijah still 
would trust his spiritual eyes. Elijah would still believe in the mighty hand of God. And even if God didn't answer his prayer, it would not have changed Elijah's belief in who God was. My friend, if God isn't answering your prayers, now is not the time to stop. Now is the time to press in even more. It's not the time to give in to your fears and frustrations. It's the time to give in to God. Pray and keep praying. Ask for your spiritual eyes to be open so that you can see what your Heavenly Father is working out on your behalf behind the natural scenes. But whatever you do, my friend, keep praying. Well, my friend, that's all the time that we have for today. I hope that you have enjoyed our time as much as I have. If so, would you please consider subscribing and leaving a rating? I would greatly appreciate it. But before we go, I have a gift for you. I want to invite you to join us for our free five-day Mountain Moving Faith devotional. This is my gift to you because, my friend, I believe that you too have Mountain Moving Faith on the inside of you. So I'll go ahead and include a link in the description as well as on the website. Well, my friend, until next time, remember, all things are possible with God. For more information from Chris Reese, visit chrisreese.com forward slash podcast. That's K-R-I-S-R-E-E-C-E dot com forward slash podcast.